It is crazy times. I mean, the fact that it's in a lot of different ways, it's crazy right now. Um, when you're saying that there's no one who uh, people haven't experienced the time of peace in their life, that's crazy. The fact that we had an earthquake and a and a hurricane in the same week, that's pretty crazy. The fact that there's economic crisis all over and there's war all over the place. Someone in first service while we were praying, uh, one of our dear, dear prayer warriors um, of old, uh, she she just prayed, you know, God, these are all signs of the times, you know? And she didn't go any further than that. That's just what she said. And I thought, that is so true. I don't know what the times are, but they are definitely signs of them, you know? And... Um, with the signs of the times, there's, there's, there's moments of insecurity in, in, in times like this. There's so much insecurity can take place uh, when you don't know what's going to happen with your 401k. You know, you don't know what's going to happen with your home and whether, you know, if you lose a job, are you still going to be able to make payments? You don't know what's going to happen with nature. and what's, There's just a lot of fear underneath of everything right now. And, um, you know, there's been many times in history where it's, there's been times like these, you know, and when they happen, God has things to say. Sometimes they're not the, the uh, words that bring the greatest amount of hope because sometimes we realize that we have to walk through this because we need to get cleansed. And other times he, he brings great measure of hope. But, um, and sometimes that's all part of the same word. Uh, there's two places where Israel went through something like this, and I just want to, I just want to um, read the scriptures about it. One is in Amos chapter five, um, where he says, "Hear, o, hear this word, O house of Israel, this lament I take up concerning you. Fallen is virgin Israel, never to rise again, deserted in her own land, with no one to lift her up. It's done. You know she's fallen; she can't get back. This is." Uh, they use the word virgin here. There's a, there's, you can't get it back. You know what I mean? It's gone. It's, it's, it's gone. You can't get it back. And, and in verse three, he says, so in, in these desperate situation where it seems like it's over, it's done, he says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. The city that marches out a thousand strong for Israel will have only a hundred left. And the town that marches out a hundred strong will have only 10 left. It's bleak. Don't even bother trying to get it back. Don't try to fix the problem, you know? And then he says this. This is verse four. This is what the Lord says to the house of Israel. Seek me and live. Do not seek Bethel. Do not go to Gilgal. Do not journey to Beersheba. For Gilgal will surely go into exile and Bethel will be reduced to nothing. Seek the Lord and live. You see, there's this, times are what they are. You know, and we don't have control over it. But what God says, some of this, it's just written, it's done. We sure hope that Bernanke or whoever else can help figure out economic stuff. But I heard one of the things I read this week was the only thing that will help our economy now is time. You know, and that it was the, the Fed just saying, there's no use tweaking this and tweaking that. At this time, we just, it, it's only time. I mean, people have to get confidence again. You know, we've had our worlds rocked. And the, there's only one way to gain confidence again, truly. And it's to seek him. You know, and, and another, the other spot is Israel was in, in real tough times. And, and Isaiah is, is talking about, talking to Israel, being uh, prophesying. And, and the, this is chapter 30 of Isaiah. And it, the whole first part of the chapter, he, he's railing on Israel because they're running after Egypt 
to find security because they have new enemies now and they're scared of new enemies. But you remember their history with Egypt, right? I mean, they were their slave drivers. This was, this was their, their masters. And, they're, and now he's calling them. They're going back and trying to form a treaty with Egypt in order to be protected from someone else. And he's like, are you kidding me? Like, I took you up out of Egypt to bring you here to freedom and you're running back there generations later to find security? No, you know, that's not how it works. And that's what's going on. And then, and then this is what Isaiah says in verse 15 of chapter 30. This is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. You said, no, we will flee on horses. Therefore, you will flee. You said, we will ride off on swift horses. Therefore, your pursuers will be swift. A thousand will flee at the threat of one. At the threat of five, you will all flee away till you are left like a flagstaff on a mountaintop, like a banner on a hill. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. And blessed are all who wait for him. Waiting for God. I believe it's the word for us in these times. It's a consistent word over and over again that I continue to hear from the Lord. Wait for him. Just wait for him. We're so impatient. We run around trying to fix this, get this in place, fix this relationship, go over here and build this program and put this thing of security in place and we're bouncing all over and the stress continues to consume our lives in quietness, in rest, in repentance is our salvation. He wants to show compassion and he pours it out on those who wait for him. And the craziness of the storm, instead of building bunkers, we sit in the presence of God. In this picture of just a monk or someone just sitting out there in the, in the, in the middle of a storm, just staring up and praising God, just waiting. You know, I, I'm in the presence of God. I have nothing to fear. And that's the picture of our lives. It's turmoil all around us. But we stare at God and we say, I'm only going to do, I'm only going to stare at one thing. I'm only going to fear one thing. You, you know? And, and, and that's just, it's a beautiful word from God. If we wait for him, he's there for us. Um, we're going to close with one song and, uh, and then uh, going to bid you safety and farewell as you, as you go your own way. So uh, we're going to sing, uh, I'll have you stand for this one. We're going to sing uh, Better is One Day. And this is, you know, I, no matter what's going on, like we're here today and it's an awesome thing to be in church with brothers and sisters. There's nothing more special than that. So we're going to sing that together. <laughs>